Hey everyone, it's Taylor, your DM and lore master. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to episode 20 of the Tantalus Tales. And if this is your first time listening to us, I would highly recommend starting with episode 1, Gnome Sweet Gnome. However, if you would like to listen to our show Memento style, I'm not going to stop you. But without further ado, enjoy episode 20. Previously on the Tantalus Tales... A subtle clicking noise and a rush of air uh, passes by you. And as you look towards Yonko, you see him frozen in fear. There's a a metal crossbow bolt uh, inches away from his face. The, uh, the glass container he picked up from the table is uh, suspended in the air mid-drop. Well, hello, boys. I'm not interrupting anything, am I? From behind you, Vern steps out of the shadows and ups- up to you. But uh, Vern walks over to uh, uh, Orenthil and pulls up his pants for him and clicks his... B- his fingers again. That was and, oddly unnecessary, but okay. And the the glamour flash belt snakes its way back into your uh, your belt loops and such. Oh jeez, I don't like them snaking their way around me. Jeez. <laughs> you were caught with your pants down, and now there's something snaking up. Yeah, it. yeah. There's a there's a snake in your boots. Not my best moment. <laughs> I thought perhaps you three would be up for a bit of an adventure. Totally. We can all go. Ice can stay here and handle the whole mission himself. No problem. Yeah, generally that's how it goes. You find yourself in a uh, swirling, psychedelic space where you appear to be walking on some invisible flooring. Uh, Colors, lights, and shadows all dance around you in this void. Uh, Uh, Have some music uh, going here, right? Some Skrillex? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the... the, uh, the bass drops and you suddenly just fall through this. It's like uh, it's like the uh, the boat ride in Willy Wonka. Where you're going is in a perpetual state of Hallow's Eve. So if you if you aren't dressed up in something, you may get some unwanted attention from the locals. The pipe, as you uh, as you look at it, you realize it's it's dripping with a bit of a liquid, and. Uh, if you if you uh, blow on it, uh, <laughs> the bubbles bubbling out of it. Ooh! <laughs> it's a bubble pipe. Uh, you're a you're a child. <laughs> We're conflicted because he doesn't want to dress up. Um. So how fancy? Like, do it to be fancy at all? Could be a squid. Well, here's kind of what we were thinking. I want to be dressed up as a giant, and he'll be a full-size dragon. Okay. Um, so he ponders for a second, um, and says, I've got it. And he, uh, he snaps his fingers, and the clothing racks... Uh, Shuffle once more, and, and off of it comes a uniform for the New York Giants. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Why do you read my mind? <laughs> Fuck you. 
Um, I'm gonna prepare and I'm gonna cast Armor of Sh Shadows. Okay. Which is uh, Mage Armor. Okay. So uh, as you uh, sit there and you conjure up this this Mage Armor, it uh, manifests on your body as uh, Catcher's Padding. Feel like you need to collect candy. You feel like you need to collect candy. There isn't any. <laughs> well, I'm sad now. <laughs> well, don't uh, worry. We can go down this mausoleum. It's a nice place for you to cry. Let's go. Well, let's grab their legs and start digging. Get this shit started. started. <laughs> <laughs> the shindig started. <laughs> oh god, that was horrible, and I love that was it. Fantastic. You guys enter the uh, mausoleum, and in the the center of uh, this open mausoleum, there's a giant, to uh, giant tomb in the center of it that has been pushed aside. Wait, uh, which player was buried, buried there? I'm sorry. Which giant player was buried there? <laughs> <laughs> the giant tomb, you said. Uh, yes, I do not know any sports references that That's are going right. to help on this. Uh, I think you've gotten the wrong audience yeah, right here. You, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get some sort of uh, comment about it uh, from somebody, but I, I think sports are... Someone little... that knows it better than us. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so it, it's moved aside, uh, revealing a stairway down to the catacombs. Uh, and uh, if you would like to follow in the steps of your previous uh, uh, adventurer, by all means. Very well, then. And yeah. As you go down the stairs, uh, if you look toward your map, uh, that red arrow is uh, where that leads you. So you're at the start of the catacombs. Uh, there is a long hallway in front of you. Uh, as you move down that hallway, you enter a slightly... Uh, large um, uh, hall area. Uh, there are five uh, different um, uh, ways to get out of this room, and including the one you just walked into. So four options to go down, uh, depending on what you would like to do. Hmm. Well, I don't want to split up, really. I definitely think we should split up. Well, uh, Bakar is the... Uh, tiebreaker in that vote then and, and i think bakar wandered off but you guys uh um enter into this uh first uh hallway with multiple exits um oren does not want to separate but uh t feels like they should separate 
uh, Bakar is the uh, tying vote, uh, the tiebreaker vote. Uh, I don't think we should separate, mostly because I'll probably die. <laughs> All right. Well, in this room, you've got the four exits to the room, uh, five if you include the way you came. In the center of the room, there is a small basin of a clear liquid. Is there anything you'd like to do? I'm not eating it. Well, you don't generally eat liquid. Yeah. Drinking it. Car, go take a swig. Come on. No. What was that? Uh, if somebody offers a drink. God damn it. <laughs> does not smell like alcohol. Does it smell like alcohol? Uh, oh, yeah, totally. Ro- roll a uh, investigation check for me. Yeah. It's a wine cooler. It, yeah, it's just White Claw. It's just a basin of White Claw. Sorry, no. I'm a Truly Girl? That's what I, I'm sorry? I'm a Truly Girl? That's what I, I figure out. It's it's a basin of White Claw? <laughs> no, no. Uh, it doesn't smell like alcohol. It is, doesn't have a smell at all, really. Nope, this Halloween dead place. I'm probably going to die from this. No, you're fine. Nah. Not going to do drink from it? Okay. Nope. I didn't fail that so bad that I'm going to drink from it. Well, I'm not really interested in drinking. Let's just go down one of the hallways. Okay. So you've got uh, going, uh, we'll say clockwise from the... No, I'm going to roll a die for it. I'm going to say one on the left, two, three, four, like number one to five on the left and so on, going to the right. So the black circle one is the one? Yep. Okay. And that means that's the way we're going. I just got a four. Out of 20, a D20. As you uh, walk down this hall, as you get closer to the, uh, the, the, the black circle thing on the map, you uh, hear a kind of a wailing noise again. And as you get to the entrance of this area, there is a giant, <laughs> a large well in the center of this uh, room, and do you uh, do anything with it? Yep, I'm going to pull a pippin and throw a rock down it. (laughs) You throw a rock down it, and uh, you hear it clanging off the side several times as it falls, and it continues to fall, and continues to fall, and continues to fall, and you keep hearing it echo up and then suddenly you hear the drums. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, no. The you drums hear... start, and it's a band. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who's playing uh, ACDC in here? Come on. Got some Aussie. So, uh, no, you just... You eventually hear a very uh, long down at a, a sploosh as it hits liquid of some sort, but... It is a long, long way down. Well, I guess we can't go that way. Turn around and go the other way. Okay, so uh, as you return back, uh, there are three unexplored doorways you uh, have not gone through yet. You guys want to do now? Door number two, please. All right, so the next one on the left? The next one on the left, so the uh, second one on the top. Yep. You go down this uh, long and twisty hallway, turning right... Turning right again, turning left, turning left again, and 
as you turn uh, left the second time down the long areaway, you hear a loud roar and um, the clank of of metal on on metal and the sound of uh, something hitting the wall. What do you do? Uh, let's see. Let's run. There's probably a boulder and a fallen behind us anytime now. Oh, God. Yep. No. Let's fight it. I second that. Let's not fight a boulder. Let's yeah. not win. Let's not fight a boulder. That can be difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to fight the rock instead. The <laughs> uh, boulder, on the other hand, cannot be stopped. <laughs> so you're you're in this long hallway. Uh, there is an there is an opening to the right if you want to follow down that way, or if you want to go further down. Uh, you see a you see, you see a light at the end of this this tunnel. Well, let's um, not bother with the side. Let's go straight on. What? There's nothing down the tunnel. center. We can come back. Okay. Wow. Okay. What? The light is at the end of the tunnel, man. Haven't you ever heard of the saying? You gotta follow it. Don't follow the I can't light. even. I can't even look at you now. Nope. It's fine. I have a light sword. Just go towards that. Go away from the light. Go towards the light of my Only sword. Only turn around and walk backwards way. toward it so we can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> so are you heading for the uh, large area with the star? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so as you uh, cross into the light and the threshold of the giant, uh, large. God damn it. The large area. Uh, there is a um, altar at the edge uh, signified in the black section of uh, the map. Uh, and on the uh, altar, you see a large statue with a beautifully uh, intricate uh, necklace around uh, the statue's neck. And there are flowers and offerings all at the base of the statue. Um, and in the second it takes your eyes to adjust to the light of the room, you see a, uh, a figure thrown across the room. Uh, a human with... Uh, now fairly uh, dusty, dirty, white armor and uh, cloth uh, with a sword and shield. And he is getting himself up and he is looking very worse off. He's got blood dripping from his mouth and his, and his nose and a gash on his forehead and... Uh, and he is gearing up to uh, jump back into the fray. And as you turn to your left, you realize what threw him. And there is a gigantic horned skeleton brandishing a giant great axe. At the base of its feet are, are cloven hooves. And you realize this is a gigantic minotaur skeleton. Trick or treat! <laughs> it's a elongated skull of a face turns 
its attention on you three, four, excuse me, raises up its uh, great axe and roars in uh, threatening and powerful voice. You wonder how exactly that works because it doesn't have any lungs that you can see, but it roars and it and it chills you to the bone. Roll for me a uh, Constitution check, quick. Seventeen. Nineteen. One. <laughs> I don't like this dice anymore. Keeps doing weird things. So as it as it roars, uh, Oren and T, you 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 feel nothing, uh, other than the oh shit, there's a giant minotaur skeleton. Uh, Bakar, however, stands frozen in fear. I would like you guys to roll initiative for me. Uh, Bakar, you will go last. No matter what I roll. No matter what you roll, so no need to. I'm gonna still roll to see what it's good because. Nope. Good, because that was also a one. <laughs> that so. was also a one? <laughs> oh, God. What is... My dice hate me today. What is wrong with your dice? Holy shit. Car, that is some bullshit right there. Seriously. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm a and 12. I got a 16. Yeah, I know. I'm rolling really low today. In front of you is this minotaur skeleton. It's a large undead creature, and it is angry and very protective of the uh, area in which you're in currently. Since you were... If we step out a little bit and then attack him, we're fine. I'm sorry? If you just step outside the area, then he'll go back to where he is, and then you go and attack him again. <laughs> okay. Uh, Oren, uh, what would you like to do? Hmm. I'll try and fire an arrow at him. First off, start. Okay. Uh, let's see, six, uh, 15, sorry, 15. That is a 15, that will hit him. Alright. Uh, 5 damage on my D8 and 2, alright, 3 on the other one, so it's 8 damage total. 8 damage total. Alright, um, so with your, uh, electric boogaloo weapon, you, uh, shoot your arrows at him and... It catches in his shoulder, uh, shoulder bones. Fuck, I wish I would have looked up uh, uh, bone names. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I don't fucking remember. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it uh, electrifies him. And uh, how much was the electric damage? Three. Three? Okay. So uh, then you uh, deal a, a, a nice blow to his shoulder. Uh, he... Clavicle. Clavicle, thank you. That is correct. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, he looks, he looks mildly irritated at you for the shock, and, uh, roars at you, not in the same fearful way, but in an angry, just, fuck you way. And, uh, you got another attack, do you want to off another one at him? No, I'm gonna heal what damage I took before. My shirt wounds thing. Okay, go ahead. So yeah, I got seven. That gives me full health. Wonderful. Uh, nice. So then T, uh, you've got a slightly damaged uh, minotaur skeleton in front of you. What would you like to do? I'm going to cast 
Ray of Enfeeblement. Okay. Remind me what that does. It's a black beam of innervating energy springs from your finger toward the creature within range. Okay. And then on hit, I cut his uh, physical damage in half. Okay. And then at the end of his turn, he has to break free with a constitution saving roll. Okay. So what does he have to roll? Uh, I roll to hit. Okay. That was a nat 20. That was a nat 20? Then that will do it. So yeah, no, he has... There is a... You uh, shoot forth this uh, shadowy ray of uh, enfeeblement towards him, and it uh, shrouds him uh, and his weapon in uh, just kind of a... Kind of like gooey-looking blobby look to it it looks like he's kind of it wouldn't do uh be kind of a nerfed you nerfed him a bit your ally in this uh stands up and uh adjusts himself momentarily and uh he uh yells to you to watch out for his 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 great axe which is a little less terrifying now that it's uh nerfed but he readies an attack and uh rushes forth with his uh shield and uh knocks into the uh, minotaur skeleton uh knocking him back for a little bit and uh doing a bit of damage to him but it is now the minotaur's turn he will raise his great axe and drop it onto Nick onto this human uh paladin and it's minotaur uh great axe attack for a oh that is actually good with the uh feebleman uh for a whole four damage it is now uh Bakar's turn Yay. I'm going to go and attack him. Uh, that'll be 19. 19 will hit. hit. 8 with uh, 1 being radiant. So uh, you run up to the Minotaur skeleton and you slash at him. He takes a bit of a hit. And uh, is now back up to Orin. What would you like to do? Hmm. And just pot two, throw, throw, throw two arrows at him. Or shoot two arrows at him. 19. 19 will hit. All right, second roll, uh, 17. 17 will also hit, so go ahead and roll your damage for both of them. Uh, max, 8 and 4. Wow. Nice. Second one is not and not quite as good. 3 and 1, so 4 damage there. So you lob off a couple uh, arrows, and they stick into his, his uh, bones there, and for a uh, whopping... Uh, 10 damage with that, then, with uh, his resistances towards your arrows. All right. But T, what would you like to do? You've uh, enfeebled him. So it's a concentration one, so I have to keep doing it. Oh, so you have to keep doing it? Okay. So you're Until just going to hide he breaks in the back. Free. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> chilling. Okay, well, that works. Uh, he has done less damage to people, so it's a positive thing. Um... Then uh, it would be Nick's turn, and Nick is going to... uh, He looks at uh, 
Bakar and notices that you too are a bit damaged and uh, places his hand on your shoulder and uses a cure wound uh, spell for uh, eight damage, uh, eight healing. He actually uh, hurts me instead. So, oh, uh, oh, oh, I didn't realize you were undead. <laughs> <laughs> he said eight damage. He's like, oh, okay. Yep, yep. For eight damage, he uh, quote unquote heals you. <laughs> cool. But then uh, the Minotaur, <laughs> having you both so close, is going to. Uh, oh no, he can't use that with that. So he's just going to uh, attack. Ah, uh, hoo. Um, he is going to attempt to gore you two. A that is not going to hit you. Uh, Bakara six Ooh. twelve doesn't. Uh, nope. nope. Perfect. And a oh, that will definitely hit. Uh, Nick. Oof, thirteen damage to Nick. Damn, he should have not healed me. Worry about himself. You guys came to help him, so I guess he's uh, a little grateful for that. Uh, and it knocks him sure. back a bit. And it is now Bakar, your turn. Oh, well, I can't help him other than to attack the uh, Minotaur skeleton, so I will just attack. 16. Yes, that hits. 8, 1, Radiance. Okay, so uh, you uh, you hit him for 5 damage then. Uh as you slash across him again, and uh, he takes damage from you. You've got one more attack. What would you like to do? 20? Not that. That'll hit. 12 damage plus 3 is radiant. 3 is radiant, so uh, a whopping 9 damage to him on that one. Good job. Nice. Now on to uh, back up to uh, Orin. Hmm. I'm not really sure what else I can do besides shoot him again. Hmm. He's pretty big. Yeah. That would be a hard target to miss. Yeah. Oh well, just shoot more arrows. Why not? Okay, go ahead. 13. 13 will hit. And 11. Uh, the second one does not hit, so one of the arrows All right. misses. Alright, and rolls are 4 and 4. That's 8 damage total to him. You deal... Uh, whopping six damage to him, so uh, he is uh, starting to get uh, a little uh, like pieces are starting to chip away at him, and he uh, rears his head. And I assume you are still concentrating, T. Yeah, I'm gonna do one more, one more round of concentration. Actually, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my mind. Okay, I'm gonna open up my Tome of Spells. Okay. And we're going to go with Goodberry. <laughs> All right. That's terrifying. <laughs> because what could that possibly mean? Uh, so uh, uh, you open up your book and you uh, mutter the incantation to summon forth Goodberry, and you hold out your hand, and as the the spell book begins to uh, rearrange its uh, uh, letters and such, 
in your hand appears a just completely gooey item. And you're not entirely sure what exactly it is, but there is a long string attached to it. And it appears to be something you would insert somewhere. Um, I've pulled the string. Uh, you, you pull out the string and it just kind of kind of waves there. It's it's attached to the gooey item. All right, then I chuck it at him. You're gonna chuck it at the uh, minotaur. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead and roll a uh, athletics check for me. Oh, that's a big six. That's a big six. All right, so uh, <laughs> you uh, you you uh, whip this gooey item. Uh, in the direction of the uh, Minotaur, and instead of hitting the Minotaur, uh, you hit Bakar in the back of the head. It doesn't do it doesn't Ew. do any damage. It just it feels a little bit feels inside, really though. weird on your your head. It is like squishy and gooey. It's kind of like uh, kind of like you know those old. Uh, uh, ha- rubber like sticky hand things that you would uh, uh throw at a or those old uh the, yeah. those old bug things that you throw at a wall and it would slowly climb down. Yeah, it just starts to make its way down Bakar's yeah. back and just falls to the ground. Great, <laughs> appreciate it. Heads up. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Taylor again. If you heard a different voice at the beginning during our previously on segment, that was friend of the podcast, Annika Wissenberg. If you're interested in hearing your own voice on the show, shoot us a voice clip of yourself saying previously on The Tantalus Tales to thetantalustales at gmail.com, along with a bit about yourself so we can talk about you in the mid-roll, and then we'll get you on the show. Also, this marks our one-year anniversary and we are very excited to move forward with our show. To celebrate and to thank all of you listening, we're going to be giving away two emergency D&D sets, two pocket-sized sets with everything you'll need to play a pickup session of D&D. We'll have more information up on our Twitter and Facebook, but we'll be running two separate contests for our Twitter-slash-Facebook followers, as well as one for our Patreon supporters. So if you want an extra chance of winning, feel free to check out our Patreon as well. Thank you all for your support. I'll catch you at the end of the episode. See you then. Thanks. <laughs> uh, but Nick uh, then gets up and ends up uh, taking his uh, sword, swings at uh, at the Minotaur for... Jesus Christ. A whopping two damage. And it is now uh, the Minotaur's turn, and he is going to uh, take his now uh, non-nerfed battle axe, or uh, great axe, excuse me, and drop it down on Bakar. It's a 19 plus 6. That hits you, I assume? Yeah. 25? (laughs) 
So uh, he is going to do 12 damage to you, Bakar, as uh, he drops down his uh, great axe onto your uh, onto your uh, armored, sh- kind of armored shoulder. I guess you are in a a mage. You're disguised. You guys still have your armor status and stuff. So. Yeah, it's it's just a cloak. Yeah. Uh, but he does uh, 12 slashing damage to you, so Great. ripping your your uh, well-read mage uh, outfit slightly. Mm. <laughs> uh, and as he does so, your your bubble pipe falls from the uh, falls from your pocket and and just shatters. Yeah on the ground my dreams (laughs) uh but uh it is now your turn bakar you are a little saddened by the loss of your bubble pipe but this is for the pipe (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i go to attack him yeah this is personal okay uh uh 21 21 will hit uh 14. 14. Uh, four radiant. Four radiant. All right. So that is a whopping nine damage you did to him. Uh, nice. So you slash at him and uh, just yelling, this is for my pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, slash across him and it leaves a, a charred uh, uh, radiant mark across its uh, rib cage. And you still have one more attack. What would you like to do? Oh, I could try using trip too. Let me see if I can hit him first. It's uh, 15. 15 will hit. Cool. And then I will try to trip him. And so extra superiority dice. D8. My pipe. It. This is very personal. <laughs> is it a large size? It is a large size, yes. Because it says, if it is at most large size, must make a strength save or fall prone. Strength save? What does it have to beat? Uh, I don't know. Does a 17 beat it? Probably. Let me check. <laughs> so you can only trip a opponent who is one size category larger than you, the same size or smaller. So I don't think so. So it won't trip him? Right. Yeah. Okay. I... It has I have it like in a note kind of sense, but I don't actually have it like the full text. So oh, gotcha, gotcha, double gotcha, checking. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. All right. I just do extra damage. Okay. So that will be seventeen damage, and four of that's radiant. <laughs> nice. Uh, so as you uh, a tear streaming from your eyes for the loss of your pipe, you you grip your 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 sword tightly, and uh, in one final across the other uh, uh, diagonal across his, his chest, leaving a, uh, a charred X on his chest, he falls backwards and just breaks into uh, several pieces as his, as his uh, uh, bull head, bull skull uh, shudders across the floor. And looks like it would go wonderfully mounted in an Arizona town, townhome. Or it could be made into a pipe. Uh, that would be a giant pipe, yes. If you so <laughs> desire. A giant man like myself. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, you have defeated. Well, we really took the bull by the horns there, didn't we? <laughs> yes, uh, you took the bull by the horns, and uh, you have uh, yeah, defeated no. the Minotaur skeleton. And well, congratulations, guys! Um, Woo! Uh, High five all around. <laughs> Nick dusts off his uh, his uh, attire and he says, "Oh, thank you so much. Did Vern send you?" Indeed. Good. I. I'm Bakar. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> he says, "Good, I was I, think a f- I shaved today. We got a nick, you guys. <laughs> what was that? I shaved today and got a nick. Oh no, nah, that's not very good, sir. <laughs> uh, he- at least it didn't happen at night. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, he he says, "Good, I, I was afraid that I was going to, I wasn't going to make this out alive." Uh, but you're here for the necklace, then I assume as well, right? Correct. He, uh, walks up to the, uh, walks up to the, uh, the necklace and, uh, pulls it off of the, the, uh, the statue. And, uh, I want you to give me a quick perception check. Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone or just Everyone. him? 18. 15. That'd be a 19. Okay. Uh, so, Bakar, you notice something, but not entirely sure what. And uh, he uh, walks over to you and hands you the necklace and asks if you know the way out. I think I can retrace my steps, but I was just following Orenthal. Okay. Uh, so he says, thank you. Thank you again for the help. Um, if there's anything I can ever do, please get a hold of me. And he walks out of the room, uh, leaving you three, uh, four, excuse me, uh, alone. What would you like to do? Hmm. I'm suspicious now. Just a little bit. I hand Orenthil the necklace. You hand Orenthil the necklace? Yeah. yeah. I want to examine it. Okay. Is there anything odd about it? Okay, uh, go ahead and uh, roll an investigation for me. Alright. 17. Was it 17? Uh, from what you can tell, it doesn't seem uh, strange in any way. It's a large, uh, the large silver necklace, and in the uh, the light blue diamond gem sort of th- stone set in the uh, center of this necklace, uh, it is giving off a, a kind of chilling sensation. Uh, it feels cold to the touch. All right. Well. That's kind of hot. Looks normal. Let's just get the head that's kind of hot. <laughs> mm. All right. Uh, what do you? What would you like to do? Bail. Head out. You're gonna bail and head out. 
Yeah. Uh, Unless there's something else in the room that we can check. Like, is there anything else we can loot? Secret tunnels. We're already robbing a grave, it looks like. Let's uh, do some more. Yeah. I mean, there are a few other places in the uh, the catacombs you can go to if you wish. But uh, other than that, uh, that is uh, there's, there's nothing else in this room area unless one of you wants a souvenir uh, minotaur skull. Nah, too big. Can't hear it. Nor <laughs> in my house to put it either. I just need a bone big enough for a pipe. Bone pipe. Okay. Um... Tell you what, uh, roll me a uh, survival check, Bakar. Okay. Well, survival or nature? I'm not sure which one that Wait, would be. Survival, please. Yeah, that would be a survival one. Twelve. That's a twelve. Okay. So you walk over to the uh, the pile of Minotaur bones and and uh, looking through them you you pick up one you throw it over your shoulder you pick up another you throw it over your shoulder and you you pick up its uh you pick up its skull and you you look at it for a second and then holding the horns in your hands you just over your knee break off uh one of the horns and uh you uh you look down the the hollow uh, point of it, and you're like, you nod at yourself, like you think you found a good one, and uh, you just carry it with you. Mm -hmm. I'm good with this. <laughs> Got a souvenir. Time to go. Okay with it. All right. Uh, so you guys are gonna make your way to the exit then. Yep, make my way downtown. <laughs> All right. Sure. All right. So uh, you you make your way through the uh, the curved halls and the the uh the the big multi uh uh doored room and down the long hallway to the stairway that leads out uh of the catacombs and you uh make it to the uh entrance of the mausoleum and the scar uh the the scattered bones of uh charred skeletons and and stuff are littered about, and, uh, what do you do? Do we see Nick anywhere? Uh, Nick, uh, is, well, give me a, uh, mm, that would be a perception check. Go ahead and roll a perception for me, see if you can see. Fifteen. Fifteen? Mm-hmm. Oh, just just you looking. Okay, uh, you don't see Nick anywhere, uh, but you do notice that there is uh, snow falling, and it wasn't when you guys left. Hmm. Oh boy, let's get out of here. Christmas is about to start. But yeah, uh, so what would you like to do? Contact Vern, see if we can leave. We got what we wanted, I think. Okay. So you uh you take out the device and uh press the button and it and it and it beeps slightly and below you a uh uh large portal opens up and you fall through it again and you end up back in uh Vern's void 
and he says, well, 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 my boys, you certainly outdid yourself. I was watching via the uh, feather in uh, Oren's cap. Yes, I, I installed a small camera so I could see things. And uh, that was that was a lot of skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Did you find what I uh, needed you for? I certainly hope so. Here's the necklace we found there. All right. So he, uh, he holds his hand out and as you give him the necklace and he uh, takes out a small jeweler's... Uh, uh, magnifying glass uh, and points it, uh, holds it close to his face and looks and uh, as he's looking and he turns the the necklace to the side slightly it starts to evaporate into snowflakes Mm. and falls from his hand just a, a snowball of sorts in his hand and he grips it and just destroys it and just looks angry in your time around Vern you've never seen him other than the time in which he yelled at uh, Oren for uh, touching things when the uh, sign said no touchy uh, it was Picard that did that not me was it no, I believe it was it was it was you because I had written in my notes that Bakar was probably going to be the one to do it, but it ended up being Oren. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, wait, was that when I was juggling those glass spheres, or was that before that? Oh, uh, that was when you uh, rang the bell. The oh, initial, okay. the initial time when he was joking around with you. But yeah. uh, he, uh, you've never seen him this angry, and he, he shouts something that, uh. None of you speak Draconic, do you? Don't think so. Uh, let me check. I think I probably speak Common and Elvish. That's about I it. I think I speak only Elvish. Maybe I speak something with animals, but I don't think Draconic's one of them. Okay, so uh, you the old. I never picked. I'm sorry. I I do. I don't. You... I think I said I picked Elvish. I just never wrote it down. I said extra language, so I just know a extra language. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. uh, Ice and I got that down. down. You you have Draconic down. Okay. As so, uh, I suppose he is a dragon. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Bakar and Oren, the only thing you can make out of uh, his his long string of, of cursing is is the word Nick. Uh, but, but T, uh, you understand several choice uh, uh curse words in draconic and that motherfucking bleepity bleep 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 etc you can say motherfucker he... but you have to bleep <laughs> other things okay yep <laughs> i was appalled by what he just said he he is a you are appalled by what he has said yeah, yeah. he has a dirty mouth yeah very much so <laughs> and uh he uh is exorbitantly angry and asks you furiously, what the hell did you do? We... Us? You yes. saw what we did. 
We didn't do anything. We we did what you said. We went and got the thing. Yeah. He uh he fumes. He, you swear you see a little bit of steam coming from his ears, and hmm. he he shakes his head and he says, "No, no, it's not your fault. I shouldn't have trusted that bastard." And he uh throws the the snowball away and clicks his fingers together and the door behind you opens again uh, to the lab area. Just just go. I'll figure something out. Alright. Alright. Sorry we couldn't be of more help. Hope everything works out for you. Uh, and so you guys walk through the uh, doorway back into the lab and uh, it, everything is still frozen in time all of the but we're still in our outfits <laughs> yeah naturally uh, did you change <laughs> nope no. I don't think so nope, you haven't no. changed okay yeah uh, well they're still on over you uh, that's that's all fine and dandy but uh, uh, Yanko still has a metal bolt in front of him what would you like to do Move it. You're gonna move the bolt. Move yeah. it or lose yeah. it. Okay. Uh, so you move the bolt out of the way of uh, Yanko's face uh, in just the right amount of time because everything whirs back to life. The bolt lands uh, into the wall behind, uh, off to the side of where Yanko was just standing. There's a crash of glass uh, as the glass beaker that Yanko had dropped finally hits the ground. The whirring of the machine starts up again, and the low alarm continues to sound. Uh, and Yanko very confusedly looks at you, realizing that you're all dressed as what you were not dressed as for him seconds ago. What? What are you talking about? I was wearing this from the start. Get your head straight. Come on. And is like, ah, what's going on? Don't worry about it. Just, just focus on your brother. It's really none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know you well enough to get into that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you are all still don't. wearing your uh, outfits. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, do. We'll. Don't. I'll have to make a note to remember that for uh, the next yeah. session. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Don't judge. Don't shame. Oh, no, not at all. This is just hard to hurt. Thank you so much for listening to episode 20 of the Tantalus Tales, the conclusion of our two-part Forgotten Halloween special. I want to thank What's Good for the use of their song intro, Go check them out on SoundCloud if you haven't already. They've got some really nice music. I also want to thank all of our Patreon supporters, as well as those who share our show with family and friends. We keep growing, and it's folks like you who help with that. Thank you so much. I'll see you all next time with episode 21, and we'll jump back into the third chapter. See you then. I love you all.